0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all the things that Zach just talked about. Uh, We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors, because they truly do make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renter's Warehouse, the professional landlord in the Nashville area, at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15 minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workouts free. Calvin and subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at Calvin and Wilson County Hyundai, right where we are here inside this brand new Palisade Wilson County Hyundai.com and the bone and joint Institute. We'll talk about them with Jayon Brown a little later, bone and joint the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So Zach, we will discuss Jayon Brown. We will discuss if there's any validity to you being right on ranking him as a high priority considering the contract that he re-signed for the Titans for. So we will have those discussions, but we do need to discuss the, you want to call it a hot take, the hot take that happened yesterday on 104.5 The Zones, Jay Mart and Ramon show with former Titans captain and linebacker Wesley Woodyard. Going pretty in, pretty big in on head coach Mike Vrabel. Here's Woodyard answering a question from Ramon Foster.
1: The identity of of at least on this side the Tennessee Titans defense. I tell I tell you what. Remember remember this date, January eleventh, twenty twenty. That was the last time the Titans had any kind of defensive identity, Ooh. and I'm pretty sure once y'all figure out what date that it was. It- you'll you understand me, but I'll just help you clear it up. It was the Baltimore Ravens game. I knew it. Uh, after that game, you know, Coach P's didn't really call any of the plays in the AFC Championship game, and that's why the identity on that defensive side of the ball has been lacked. You know, everybody that that fights and everybody that, you know, gives any kind of pushback to to Mike, you know, is not, is not received with any open arms. It's always fault. It's always, you know, Disciplinary is always equal action to being cut or released.
0: So that's pretty interesting there uh, from Wesley Woodyard, former Titans linebacker and captain who is very well respected in the locker room. The first thing I honestly thought about, Zach, when I heard that comment uh, after the show, when they put it up there uh, on social media of that comment, is I immediately thought of being in the Titans locker room the day at the Monday after the Titans lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Dean Pease had just announced his retirement. Wesley Woodyard's contract was expiring, and we didn't know what was going to happen with Woodyard. And Wesley Woodyard talked so glowingly about Dean Pease as a defensive coordinator. Then I hear this and I'm thinking, I can I can tell the intensity in Woodyard's voice on that Monday right after they lost to the chiefs about Dean Pease makes a lot more sense after the comment that he had yesterday on the zone.
2: Well now, and it also makes sense about where Dean Pease is now, right?
0: That's another caveat that I honestly didn't think about. I did not, I did not cross my mind of why Dean Pease retires, moves on. Uh, The Titans uh, offered him some type of like analyst role, maybe at some point in the season, but he decided to stay away and, Dean Pease is now back out of retirement again for Arthur Smith in
2: Atlanta. All right, so Casey has this take, which is pretty interesting. And Casey says, it sounds just like a bitter player. What do you think about that take? Because Wesley Woodyard is no longer playing football. He didn't get that another that next opportunity after his final year. I would I would assume any player would want to make that last contract and extend that as long as you can. You're not going to find a job on the streets paying that kind of money yeah what do you think and agree with Casey's sentiment that this is now that everything is is done Wesley Woodyard is looking back and kind of throwing stones Well,
0: and Roger says Woodyard's still pissed about not getting re-signed he says sour grapes and Daniel adds and quote Dean Pease said that he's never coached a better person or player than Wesley Woodyard so there was absolutely a, a bromance going on between Dean Pease and Wesley Woodyard. The mutual respect for that and the care that they had about each other and how they talked about each other means something. But uh, So uh, Kelkin said he missed the comment. Can you repeat it? We'll ask a question uh, about this and then replay the comment for you guys from Wesley Woodyard, from J. Martin Ramon yesterday morning. The question we want to ask is pretty simple. We're going to ask you guys You get three options. Wesley Woodyard calls out Mike Vrabel. Is that a big deal, small deal, or no deal? But first, let me tell you guys about Renter's Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renter'sWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that Renter's Warehouse can benefit you and your family by creating extra cash flows, by helping you earn long-term equity, long-term wealth, or Find a better home for you if you're currently renting. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go.
2: A to Z Sports, don't forget, you got about a day and a half, probably, probably about 24 hours to sign up for our bracket challenge right there on A to Hundreds of you guys have piled in and are part of the bracket. The winner will get $500 straight cash, on me. Also, can't forget about our title sponsor, BetMGM. Download the app today for taking some bets this, this March Madness. I am going to. I'm thinking about putting a future on a certain team. Maybe I'll disclose okay. that tomorrow. They okay. are plus around six, seven hundred, so it can win some money there. Bet MGM. Also, Austin hit again last night. Won another two hundred on Luka Doncic over two and a half three pointers. My man was on fire, dropping forty plus. Love that Mavs win, but more importantly, I love beyond the arc luca 77 pump fake Drano, okay. 3 All right, put so, money in
0: my box just like you said hey can you get, can you cut me in on you and alex's conversation about the <laughs> nhl bets
2: can you please well, I, I don't i don't i don't i i, th- I take my bets these are my personal uh, yeah, bets i know
0: but you have also made some money <laughs> off of others bets as well so i'm just saying can you help me out with a little bit of uh, nba cuz i definitely need some nba help uh, when it comes to bet mgm okay so let's get back to this comment from Wesley Woodyard on J. Martin Ramon on the zone, uh, he he was asked about the culture of the defense, uh, and here is the comment uh, from Woodyard
1: yesterday: The identity of, of at least on this side, the Tennessee Titans defense. I tell I tell you what. Remember remember this date, January eleventh, twenty twenty. That was the last time the Titans had any kind of defensive identity. Ooh and i'm pretty sure once y'all figure out what day that was you'll understand me but i'll just help you clear it up it was the baltimore Ravens game i knew it Uh, after that game you know coach speeds didn't really call any of the plays in the afc championship game and that's why the identity on that defensive side of the ball has been lacked you know everybody that that fights and everybody that you know gives any kind of pushback to to mike you know is not is not received with any open arms. It's always fault. It's always, you know, disciplinary. It's always equal action to being cut or released.
0: So that is Wesley Woodyard on j and Ramon yesterday on the zone. Uh, so we asked the question, uh, big deal, small deal, or no deal that Wesley Woodyard has call- is calling out Mike Vrabel. I'm just going to run through some comments right there. Greg says no deal. Uh, the, the playbill playbook. Says no deal. Donnie small deal. Louis small deal. Um, uh, Mark Beach no deal. Stephen no deal. VU all access small deal. Woodyard is a former player, not current. So would it mean more if a current player came out and said this? They'd be cut. That's what he's saying.
2: Right. That's the point, right? I mean, that is what Woodyard's saying is you can't say if a current player would because that's why they aren't.
0: Yes. Right. Uh, For sure. Christopher says no one cares. He's bitter and it shows. No, people care about this because it wouldn't have made social media waves yesterday if simply no one cared. Maybe, Christopher, you don't care, but don't speak for everybody when you say that. Tall Texan says, no deal, he's not on the team anymore. You know, I, to go into... I think you need, like, you would. do you not want honesty from guys who are not on the team? Now, you can take it with a grain of salt and make your own opinion about it, which is what we're doing, but saying it's no deal because he's not on the team anymore, I don't think uh, is relevant. Uh, Scott says, small deal. Kevin Dub- Tubbs says, no deal. He's just salty. Donald says, big deal. Vrabel may cost the team its Super Bowl window due to his ego. That's crazy. Well, I mean, that that I'm not saying the comment's crazy. I'm just saying that's crazy to think about and to maybe think deeper into.
2: All right. So I want to read this uh, this. Twitter response this uh, this is uh, because we tweeted this out as well and love you blue 77 says I think it's obvious that it's true look at his inability to give Bowen the DC title last year and it's a big deal if the team fails to meet expectation he blamed the players even though Joseph and Clowney were his they're gone now they're all new so it's on Vrabel now Okay. Love you, Blue77 on Twitter. That is a great response with a lot of truth, in my opinion. And let's diagnose this comment. Also, I'm curious to see what you're going to have to say about this. I personally think this is a big deal. I do not think it's a no deal. I don't think it's a small deal because it aligns. Like yeah. let, Let's look at what Woodyard said and dive into that. Identity. The Titans' defense had an identity up into that game. They had a 10-point lead over the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. They could not hold on to that lead. Now Wesley Woodyard is peeling things back and telling us a little bit of the reasons why. From that game on, the defense for the Tennessee Titans has been bad. It has been very bad. Dean Pease is no longer here. He says he wanted to retire. But oh wait, he's back. He's doing something in Atlanta with Arthur Smith, another coach that he was coaching with, not named Mike Vrabel, for the Tennessee Titans. What do we else do we know? Mike Vrabel does have an ego. He won't tell you no a, any damn thing about injuries just like Bill Belichick. For the sake of his players, we don't know what happened to Corey Davis at the end of that season. We don't know. He won't disclose. We don't know what happened with O'Rourke Jackson. Even when players going on R, he won't even say it. He protects his players, but at the cost of the perception of the fan, which I think matters. Mike Vrabel does have an ego. I don't know about the play calling, but love you, Blue 77. I think it's obviously true. Look at the inability to give Shane Bowen the defensive coordinating title last year. He wouldn't do it. I think this is a major deal because I think there's truth to it. The defense has been bad since Wesley Woodyard, since that Baltimore game in Baltimore. It has been. Mike Vrabel, his actions tell us that his ego wouldn't allow the defensive coordinator title to be on Shane Bowen. He wouldn't do that last year. So these things make sense, and Dean Pease is gone but he's still coaching in some capacity.
0: Right. So I wanted to pull this up because I do think it is interesting because the Titans played the Chiefs twice uh, in this season that we're talking about, right? And I saw Mike Herndon did this and broke it down. In the first game, the Titans won that game against the Chiefs. In the second game, the Chiefs obviously won the AFC title game and went on to win the Super Bowl. So uh, the offensive output in Week 10, the Titans win. The Chiefs put up 530 total yards. 6.8 6.8 yards per play and 32 points in the AFC title game the Chiefs put up 404 yards half a yard less per play and 35 points so the difference statistically for the Chiefs offense from a Dean Pease called game in the week 10 to a Mike Vrabel called game in the AFC title game was not that different like the again they had less yards slightly more points, less efficient in yards per play. So the Chiefs' offense was basically the same. The difference in the two games were a fumble return for a touchdown by Rashawn Evans and Derrick Henry ran for 160-plus yards in the first one and only 60 in the second. The difference was the touchdown on defense and the Chiefs' defense stymieing Derrick Henry, not necessarily the Titans' defense. The Titans defense was very similar in those two games. They gave up big play touchdowns to the Chiefs offense, Mahomes touchdown run, and Nicole Hordman touchdown pass and run there too. So I think the. the what bigger... about
2: the aftermath? Let's not talk about that singular game. He said since that game. Since I'm, that game, it's not about one well, game, the, Austin. But is, what about all of last year? What about their third-down efficiencies? What about okay, the, at the end I, of the I, season I, when they were getting roasted am, by the I, Browns exactly, in the first I half? I'm
0: specifically talking about removing the Dean Pease part from the AFC title game. So I'm addressing that first, okay? This is a uh, – you said big deal, correct? Yes. I, I think it's a small deal. I think it has potential to be a big deal if things continue to get Does worse. Does it
2: have a potential to be a no deal?
0: No. It's 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 going to be some type. It's of deal. a deal. It is absolutely a deal. I think it's a small deal, not quite a big deal. Uh, but Mike Vrabel, we know his ego is large, right? It's as broad as his shoulders are. His ego, and so I I I am I do have concern that his ego will hold this team back to some extent at some point. But John Robinson and Mike Vrabel also know that their livelihood is on the success of this team. I So I'm kind of pushing and pulling there on whether I think Mike Vrabel would do this to be detrimental to the team.
2: Well, nobody does things like on purpose to be detrimental. He's not... He's not sabotaging. Like, let's be honest on that. It's that he thinks he was... It's just the way that he's coaching. Like, why the hell
0: would he take over the play calling against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game when DPs just shut down Lamar Jackson? And
2: and why would Wesley Woodyard lie about that?
0: Right. Why would... would, He has no, no reason. No. Wesley Woodyard's been one of the best people to go to in the locker room. He has defended his teammates, his coaches in the past, in the locker room, against the media. He stood up for for people in the media like this before. And so I think, and here's what started it all. Let's not forget this. It's the tweet that Woodyard sent out there um, the day before. That's what sparked the question towards Woodyard about Vrabel. Because y'all be quick to blame the players for bad defense. Who was the coordinator last year? And there was no coordinator last year. And it, and we've discussed that ad nauseum as well about all of this. But it is a small deal right now. Now they have a defensive coordinator. They've promoted Shane Bowen. They want the continuity. I think they've upgraded areas of their defensive personnel. But now the pressure is on Mike Vrabel to take this team to the next step, especially on defense. It's not on John Robinson. The pressure is on Mike
2: Vrabel. All right, so a couple of comments. You, you guys are, are doing a good job of diving in on this topic because, and, and credit to J. Martin Ramon for getting this on 104.5 the zone. This is this is something we we yeah. both we both acknowledged that it is a deal. Thaddeus says this is a very interesting deal. If you watch back at the KC game, the Titans were literally letting Mahomes walk into the end zone. Why I say exhausted? Well, and then Caleb says this is a big deal. Towards J. Rob's job. Now he goes a little bit further. Okay. This is, I okay. think, this is a, a reach. But it says it will get out there that it's difficult to work with Vrabel, and the players will not want to come to the Titans, which makes J. Rob eventually have to overpay for players to come to Nashville. Now, Caleb, I, I do think okay. that that's a reach. Yeah. If we will, I think now recognize and look for players after they leave what they say about Vrabel because. That's something that Woodyard brought up. Nobody is going to say something about Vrabel while they are under Vrabel because how Vrabel manages. This is Woodyard's voice, not ours. Vrabel or Woodyard was insinuating that he will hold the roster cut over said player's head. Now, the yes. elite, the elite is going to be the elite, right? But all of the other players, the majority of players that make up a roster, those guys can't criticize a coach and the results. This is a results-based business. Can your defense get better? Can your defense get better? Austin, working on the fly and look, that that, that, that was a good move. That was a
0: good move by me. That was a good
2: coordinating move. (laughs) Yeah, the sun? The sun's out. You didn't blame anybody else. You didn't blame the the sun. You didn't blame the players. You know what you did? There are no problems. There are only solutions. Shout out to my man Pitbull, Mr. 305. That was a great thing yes
0: uh so it is like this is a very interesting situation with wesley woodyard who is highly respected by everybody who has been involved around the titans organization and he's saying these things about mike vrabel and every player that has talked about mike vrabel and what he brings to a an nfl roster is that they love the guy because he's been there he's He's been the special teamer. He's been the higher draft pick that's not panning out. He's been the captain. He's been the high paid veteran. He's been traded because he's old and too expensive. He's been everybody in this situation. And so that's where I I do think Mike Vrabel holds a lot of respect from NFL players. I don't think NFL players are turned away by Mike Vrabel at this point because of his ego. I think the majority of comments about Vrabel from Titans players are through the roof positive and what he's shown you on the field the majority of that is through the roof positive the guy has we went first year as a head coach went through a roller coaster season of injuries to his quarterback in a lot of different places and went nine and seven then in year two he switched quarterbacks when they needed to to go nine and seven and went to the AFC title game in year three a lot of injuries covid year they had to battle that 11 and 5 with an awful defense won the south absolutely they came up short in the playoffs whose
2: responsibility is the defense he's a defense no head coach. i'm
0: not saying he doesn't i'm not saying he's absolved of the responsibility for the bad defense but i am saying as a head coach he's done a really good job in 3 years so you're
2: kind of what what i think you're insinuating after those 3 years of diagnosing the first 3 years of him being a head coach this is a massive fourth year.
0: Oh, I, I mean, well, no, well I, it's because the, the next two years are everything for the Tennessee Titans organization. We know that. It's either you win, you win right now. Or you and, rebuild. Or you're, or you scrap, scrapped, or you're, I'm not saying they immediately become the Preds because the Preds are so far irrelevant right now after how popular they were. The Preds were the fad of 2018 through parts of 2019. Then all of a sudden they're just ghosted gone and COVID has a lot to do with it, but Older, older, expensive players with a stale uh, culture, and that has just dissipated the Preds. The Titans cannot afford to do that.
2: And I don't think that that's trending to do. I just, I'm looking for Vrabel to kind of fix his mistakes. Every head coach makes mistakes, right? Not every coach can win the Super Bowl every single year. Not everybody has Tom Brady. That doesn't work like that. But what Mike Vrabel has done, I think has been telling over the last 365 days with the exit of Dean Pease, but him not retiring, still coaching now down there at Atlanta. I think it is telling of what he did and how he handled the defense last year of how bad it was, refused to give Shane Bowen the title of defensive coordinator, then promotes Shane Bowen as defensive coordinator. All of his actions and some of their words from the higher up say it's the player's fault, not the coach's fault. Cause that's what they said. That's confirmed Austin, right? We agree. No.
0: Yeah. That's Mike they, Vrabel said. That.
2: They have it, this. What last year's defense was not the coach's fault. It was the player's according
0: fault, according to the coach, <laughs> according to the head. Coach. So
2: go get new players. They've done that in some capacity. What are you going to do next year? This defense now. I now raise my standard of this defense. It has to be exponentially better in 2021. You can't have games where you give up 30-plus points on a consistent basis. You can't beat by Joey Burrow in Cincinnati because your defense looks bad. Yeah, That happened. Right. That's real. All right,
0: so let's talk about the defense because I think the Titans defense got a big adrenaline shot with the re-signing of Jayon Brown. Let's react to Jayon Brown's contract and really how did this happen this way
2: but first Zach tell everybody about what we're doing right now we are right here and I I saw a comment earlier why are you guys in a car it's a great question (laughs) I
0: I saw it's like the longest Sonic commercial we
2: literally this could be our new studio you know how we've been in studios this is a great setup because of the comfort level it brings the 2021 Palisade I love this car we got a great great uh, technology right here on the dash you've got all leather you can I, 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 I temperature control i like it colder than zach
0: likes it so i've turned my ac uh, up and i'm His, gonna turn i'm
2: gonna turn mine towards that's you, fine you. Bring. give me the extra right things. you can have the ac this is a, a, a great car and you can get it right here this suv at wilson county hyundai look down there at the bottom of the screen live from wilson county hyundai quick trip down i40 exit 236 austin and i made it this morning You know where I drove? I drove my Hyundai Sonata here. This is Hyundai on Hyundai crime. You got to love it, right? I felt at home when I parked my Sonata in this Hyundai parking lot. You need to come get a Hyundai right here. Elantra's they've got on deck, and they also have the 2021 Palisade. Payne Bone and his team will make sure that the price is right for you. They'll give you a deal if you mention A to Z sports. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All
0: right, yeah, love you, Blue Say You both should be driving demos daily <laughs> for, for what we're doing. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> not a bad idea at all. All right, don't forget BetMGM. Uh, they are the king of sports books. so check them out. Download that app. Take advantage of all the things they're doing right now. For the InstaBlade tournament coming up that starts technically tonight with the first four games. So, bet MGM, promo code A T O Z Sports. That's A T O Z Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $600 uh, when your first deposit and your first bet right there. And there are so many different odds, boosts, and specials going on with college basketball right now at BetMGM. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Redline at 800 889
2: 9789. A to Z Sports, let's talk about Jayon Brown. Yeah. The the big three, Austin, we've talked about this for months and months and months. Who are you going to pick? Jayon, Janu, or Corey? I've been on record for months. I wanted Jayon. Now, things did slightly change when he dislocated his elbow, but I felt like he gave the Titans the most impact who did a great job. Now, we don't know the full potential of Johnu because of Taylor Wan's injury. I think we've documented that. You know my feelings about Corey Davis. I'm not even going to go into that anymore. Mm-hmm. But Jayon Brown, I think, was playing at an all-time high. His tackles were up. His solo tackles were up. His defensive prowess, his leadership was, was raised to a level. Rashawn Evans was not that. Jayon Brown was this past season before he got hurt. The Titans decide... They picked their guy out of those three. They went with Jay on, and it absolutely was a team friendly deal. Yeah. I do think whoever tweeted this out, I assume this was you that spo don't know
0: I actually did not do that you I didn't. thought that
2: was you That was not me I thought that was you That was not me Who was it I don't then who We're going to have to go on a fact-finding mission and figure out who did that All I know is spo don't know because the market value of J.on Brown was 11 million dollars Austin can you read the fine people How much did J.on Brown sign his one year deal for 5.25 Not even close well, okay.
0: <laughs> Okay, yeah, all right, let's 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 stop this nonsense right here because I'm sick and tired of you doing this.
2: Spo, don't know.
0: Okay, so Tom Pelissero tweets this, on Brown returning with the Titans one-year deal, 5.25 mil per source, turned down other offers to re- return to revamp Titans defense and reset his budding market prior to his elbow injury last season. I, so I don't think we, nobody expected on Brown to sign for that cheap. Nobody expected that. Matt, Matt Milano, Exposed. Matt Milano, who is a comparable player to Jayon Brown from style, age, production, all that was got a, an extension in Buffalo for the 11 point change million dollars a year. That's what I expect. As soon as I saw Matt Milano there, I'm like, yeah, Jayon's going to get around that plus or minus some nickels and pennies. But Jayon Brown's around that Matt Milano contract. Then when I saw this, I was like, oh my gosh. What a steal. What a deal for the Titans. This is incredible to get Jayon Brown for $5.25 million. Now, what do we know about his injury? We were joined by one of the and Joint Institute physicians uh, earlier in, I guess it was late February. And Ian said that with Jayon Brown's injury, it's more about time. It's not that he's fearing long-term damage. That The reason why Jayon Brown was ruled out for the season pretty quickly after the dislocation of the elbow is because that typically involves a broken bone and all that needs is time to heal. It's not necessarily like a surgery or a rehab or reconstruction or anything. It's you broke a bone that takes time. And so Malcolm, uh, Malcolm Butler broke his wrist. That takes time. Jalen Brown dislocated the elbow. It takes time. He should be back to not wearing no brace no nothing on it, full go, by the, well before they get ready for training.
2: But game. we all know that the, the injury definitely impacted his ability to get a long-term deal. I believe, this is my opinion, if Jayon Brown would have played out the rest of the season, he would have been right next to first-rounder Rashawn Evans. He would have outplayed him and outperformed him and gotten a big contract in a contract year. No doubt. That probably would have been closer to seven to eight million for multiple years that didn't happen and you blame me it would have
0: been closer it would have been 10 plus
2: bl- bl- well
0: if Matt Milano what, signed what, for 11 one it would have been 10 plus I
2: don't know what reference point that is but look, it, it doesn't matter it didn't happen I I do think for On Brown this is a big deal for the Titans to get him back I think it it extends what you now have to look at for Rashawn Evans as well because Rashawn Evans, look, they're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. In my opinion, they're not going to do that. Well,
0: it's a one-year deal for Jayon, so now you've got Jayon and Rashawn Evans on dual one-year deals, right? Going into a contract year, are you going to pay one of them and let the other walk? Probably. Or do they both go? Maybe. Right. So it's you ain't keeping both of them. Right. So it's a it's a big year for both Evans and Jayon to be able to prove their worth for the next
2: deal. It's just so disappointing. I'm not sitting here saying Rashawn can't turn the corner, but Rashawn Evans ain't Levante David or Devin White. He ain't Luke Kuechly. He ain't Brian Urlacher. And as a first-round pick, a late first-round pick, that's what they're drafting you to be.
0: All right, so here's, here's the situation. Here's just like an early, like, here's what my ideal situation would be is that Rashawn Evans plays fine, right? Because what's this, the track record of Titans first-round draft picks who don't have their option picked up? It's uh, Jack Conklin has a good fourth year, gets paid big money by the Browns. Corey Davis had a really good fourth year, got paid big money by the Jets. Adore Jackson's a different situation, but with Conklin and Corey Davis, uh, those guys played themselves out of Titans' money. Right? Rashawn Evans could absolutely have a solid fourth year And because of his pedigree and his athleticism, pay his or play his way out of returning with the Titans, where now you just roll with Jayon Brown and David Long. Because David Long is more like... Corey Davis situation. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Bingo. David Long is more like Rashawn Evans than he is Jayon Brown. So Jayon Brown and David Long, undersized, but they feel, you know,
2: run guy. Can you play? (laughs) You don't. they don't give a damn. That is... Vrabel doesn't give a damn. What size are you? You could be a big meat stick panda like Isaiah Wilson and don't play.
0: So I'm very interested to see because David Long did make strides last season. At the yes. end, at the end, there was a they they basically called him out and challenged him uh, by making him inactive on several games to get his head straight. He's
2: not the future.
0: I'm not saying he's the future. Like you're you rarely do you rely on a six-round pick as your future, but they got good stuff out of David Long down the stretch last season. What does that mean going into this year for the three of those guys? For Evans, Jayon, and David Long, and how do they rotate the three of
2: them? Well, they love continuity. So uh, you know, you got continuity in the, the inside linebacker room. And I think for this year of the defense having having to be exponentially better that is a big thing they've they've targeted to say that the players were the problem but it's not the inside linebacking court like Jayon wasn't the problem I mean Rashawn at times was a liability because of his penalties and some of his mistakes and his lack of tackles but can that improve I think we've seen Rashawn do better than he did last year can you get that out of him so I, I liked the move yesterday. Mm-hmm. I thought John Robinson got value. The Quan Alexander now thing is out. Yeah. That's okay. We talked about that uh on yesterday morning's show. But I I like Jayon Brown. He's a good dude. He's smart. He's a tackling. I mean, he's a tackling machine. He's gotten better every single year. He's fast. He's he kick Yeah. He's good in pass coverage because of his size size that's, of speed.
0: That's, that's what they missed. Pass coverage is what Jayon Brown brings to the table that they don't have anywhere else. All right, let's read some comments. What does the Jayon Brown re-signing mean for the Titans defense? And we'll read some of your comments. What does it mean to have Jayon Brown back on the Titans defense? But let me tell you more about uh, the Bone & Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org just talked about talking to Dr. Ian Byrum of the Bone & Joint Institute about Jayon Brown's dislocated elbow and how that impacted his free agency and his recovery. He's going to be good. Like We retweeted out. That dog talk segment yesterday, so you can go check it out in more detail after our show this morning to learn more. It's good news about Jaylen Brown. But Jaylen Brown and you, like you guys are going to get hurt. People get hurt in life. That's the... That's the reality there. So, nowhere to go to get the best care possible and the best education possible. That's the Bone and Joint Institute, TN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And
2: the one thing uh, we learn a lot about with our partnership with Bone and Joint, we do. The one thing that I will never forget is learning about AJ Brown's ankle and realizing. Or attaining this information that taping your ankle only works for the first 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> no idea, no clue that it only gives the needed support for 10 to 15 minutes this, to start. Yeah. So I guess that's why they retape your ankle all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, I just turned the air, air conditioning seats on. <laughs> it's incredible.
2: It's incredible. Uh, well, Here's. It hey, is, welcome to Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah,
0: right. Steph says Jayon is a hell of a blitzer. Uh, only can get better, right, from Louie. Um, Steven says it, it means it's not 100% completely changed. About the defense is not completely flipped because Buck has been talking about this and reporting this on primetime and 615 sessions for a while, saying that the Titans are basically ready to flip the defensive personnel, and they've done that in a lot of places. Vaccaro, Adori, Malcolm Butler, Beasley, Clowney, Daquan Jones, those guys are out the door. And how do they replace them? Keeping Jayon Brown was the best spot of those of those options to, to bring somebody back because they got him for $5.2 million. is incredible. Charles says, great news. Just need corners now. Uh, Greg says, I think Jayon will improve, extend him. Uh, Jared says, Jayon loves football, big football guy. Fatty Mac, bold prediction of the day, maybe of the week. And the Titans will lead the league in sacks. Yeah, bold. Marvin says. It how fills, much do you
2: want to bet that that doesn't it's
0: happen? Hey, Fatty Mac, how much do you want to bet that that's not going to happen? I bet, mean, yeah. The odds for you, though, are like 10,000 to one. So yeah. it's it's a money line on that happening is not very
2: positive for us. It's like we're going to say winning the back 12
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. Marvin Johnson says it would have uh, been addressed earlier in the draft. It fills a need that would have been addressed. Earlier in the draft, Greg says we'll be improving. Need to keep him. Dadson Worldwide on YouTube says Happy Jones back, but a one-year deal is all cap hit. Um, I think that that's basically true. So, uh, for the most part, that we know it's he's counting 5.25 million on on the cap this year. All
2: right, I'm giving my love of the show to Dave Foster. You know the way to my heart, and that is to talk nicely about Wilson County Hyundai. Dave Foster brings up. Buying a Hyundai is the best financial decision I've made in the last 10 years. Unlike Titans edge rushing free agent signings last offseason. That's
0: fantastic.
2: Way to go, Dave. You've earned the love of the show. That is a great comment. I endorse that comment. As you should. And do you know why? Because Dave and I have something in common. We both bought a Hyundai in the last 10 years. And
0: Dave Foster, our friend from Fox 17, who did uh, say yesterday, uh, that he was unfortunately a part of Sinclair's layoff. So, Dave, uh, appreciate you watching the show this morning, and was sorry to hear that news uh, yesterday. But uh, thanks for watching, man, uh, and hope to see you soon. So, Jayon Brown back, Zach. How does this impact um, the Titans' defense overall to
2: you? It helps, uh, huge. I, I, I'm I. I was always a big Jayon guy, as we've said. Uh, I was Jayon all the way. I thought inside linebacker, and what did I say? What what the priority was. I was their priority for me was that inside linebacker, and J. J. Rob aligned with that mindset because he went out and he negotiated a deal. And I thought the other telling sign for this was he had other offers, and so and I saw a comment early on saying, you know, the rumors, and we talked about that earlier with Wesley Woodyard talking about Vrabel's coaching style and and all of that. Well, J-On decided to come back and play again under Vrabel, so there is something. To, to be said about that. I like this move. I think it helps the defense. They've obviously bolstered the defensive line. They have the continuity in the inside linebacking group. They have to improve the secondary Janoris Jenkins ain't just going to fix all your problems or Amani Hooker being playing more time because Kenny Vaccaro's cut, but one step, I think, in a direction of improving on the 29th, 28th ranked defense of last season. No, you
0: feel good about the, You feel pretty good about the starting unit because you got Bud Dupree, Jeff Simmons, the Nico Autry, Harold Landry. And then you've got Rashawn Evans and Jay Brown. Then Janoris Jenkins, Christian Fulton needs to have a big year in year two. Kevin Byard and Amani Hooker as your safeties. You need to have a, a really good nickel <clears throat> because of how often they played three corners. And so that's, that's a big deal for what they have to do and continue to work towards. And who knows what the draft could uh, provide with that. But Janoris Jenkins is an outside corner. He's a starter. Janoris Jenkins is going to be one of your starters to potentially replace the Malcolm Butler side of things. Christian Fulton has to step up and be a second-round draft pick. He has to be worth his 61st overall draft pick that he was uh, back in uh, last April's
2: draft. All right, let's get to this because I think it's a great question. Here's here where we. I mean, free agent has it officially started yet? Yes,
0: yesterday at three.
2: (laughs) Let's do this because the Titans have been big players. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are sitting there and like they're just re-signing guys. There's teams that haven't done anything. You know, the The
0: Jags have done less than I thought they were going to.
2: The Jags? Well,
0: they're starting to do. They have the number one pick. Yeah, they have a lot of draft picks. The Jags. Have so many draft picks that their draft picks are going to cost like seventeen plus million. And they've
2: they've completely reset, right? They've yeah. started over, so right. they start from from zero. What's one word to describe how you feel about the Titans right now in free agency? They've made plenty of moves, plenty of cuts, plenty of signings, plenty of disruption in this market. Did, what is one word to describe how you feel about the Titans right now? March 18th, Thursday at 8.57 in free agency. That's what we're asking you to comment in the comments section. All
0: right, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle.
2: Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to get your hardwood floors. They are trusted. Just like Wilson County Hyundai is trusted, so is Calvin and Subtle. Doesn't matter where you live. And this is the best part. Don't sell your home. Just don't abandon your home. Upgrade your home. Renovate your home. You know, if, if you've lost your job, you've maybe cut back. On your budget, but that's the best part. Very efficient, they have price efficient from a dollar ninety-nine per square foot to thirty dollars per square foot in the lap of luxury. Calvin and Subtle has you covered. That's calvinandsubtle.com.
0: A to z sports. Don't forget our a to z sports bracket challenge. Go to our website, a to z You can fill out our bracket challenge uh, on the ESPN.com link. All the information is on our website, a to z just go there. Look for the A to Z Sports Bracket Challenge. It's brought to you by Mill Creek Brewery. Uh, so you, uh, the winner of that, gets five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks if you win uh, the bracket challenge. Also, whoever enters, if you just go into Mill Creek Brewery at any at any point throughout the tournament and say, "Hey, look, I'm in the A to Z Bracket Challenge," and just show them that, you get a free beer.
2: And we're throwing in a, a Mill Creek prize pack. That's right. Mill Creek prize pack. That's going to be good. Great. Great comment so far. So yeah, let's really go, go. Let's go to the chat. What's one word to describe how you feel about the Titans right now in free agency, Clayton? Let's start this off. Optimistic. Starting off with our first comment, Clayton Smith is optimistic. David is curious. Big Ten Jeff says regression. Optimistic coming in from Marcus. Incomplete from James. Unsettled from Old Billy Henry. Rebuild from Christopher, upgraded from Tall Texan, 927 able, incomplete from 305, concerned, B plus from TJ, unsettled again, that has been a a big word so far, directional defense from Steven, solid from Jimmy Morris of Music City Miracles, hopeful coming in from Ryan, uh, optimistic again from Chris, dizzy, from Jeff, dizzy, dizzy, maybe in a little tizzy because it's been a world when a free agent mm. moves hopeful from Corey worried from Travis. incomplete again, coming from Ethan. We've heard that word before uh, hopeful from Daniel revamp from b boring from Keaton. How
0: has this been boring? Like it could be good, bad, whatever, but it definitely has not been boring.
2: Yeah, I mean they signed Bud Dupree. He <laughs> they a-
0: signed Bud Dupree. They they let everybody else, like everybody on offense, go. They cut Adoree Jackson, cut Dennis Kelly. out of the blue? It's every anything but boring. Boring is the one well, word that makes it. Hey, sense.
2: it's his word. Alex says mediocre. Uh, Reynolds says hot feet. Con- or hot seat, confu- <laughs> uh, confused from Peyton. Uh, deliberate. I like that deliberate. word from Will. Deep. I. I have
0: my one word. To I, I want. I want to hear it. Okay. I have been thinking. I cannot find the right word to describe how I feel yet. I have been gazing into the sky here in Wilson County, Hyundai, in Lebanon, and Lebanon. I'm I'm trying to think of the perfect word that makes me that fits how I feel. Well, go ahead.
2: I don't see the word that I have picked, but it's what John Robinson has done. It's very easy. Targeted. What did he do? He looked at his team at the end of the year. Offense, outstanding, epic, franchise-worthy. Talk about breaking records, historic. Defense, slaw, bad, blows, sucks, no good, can't cover. Touchdowns, given up. Third down efficiency, terrible, dreadful. Targeted. Look at what they've done. They let Janu walk, good offensive player. Let Corey walk. Not as good offensive player, but had his best season as a Titan. Let him walk. That That's a big part of your offense. Adam Humphreys, sorry, pal, you're released. Then they've just targeted defensive guys. They've restructured. They re-signed Jayon. They went to go, go get Autry to replace Daquan. They went to go get Bud Dupree to help uh, Harold Landry not play as many snaps. They elevated Imani Hooker, which should have happened because they cut Kenny Vaccaro they have restructured their defense because this so far has been targeted completely towards the defensive side of the football because that was their worst side so I like that it makes a lot of sense I now know what John Robinson was trying to do and what he will continue to do that's pay attention to the defensive side of the football
0: I'm still trying to find the word and I'm 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 gonna have to settle for the word gamble. All these moves that John Robinson is has done, whether it's cutting guys or signing guys, they're all gambles. And they're gambles with a lot of pressure.
2: They're, they're, I don't think that they're that gamble. The only gamble in my mind that is a risk was not franchise tagging Janu. That is the only one. Kenny Vaccaro was slow.
0: Oh, um, uh, let me finish. This just
2: doesn't make sense. It does make sense no, because. Please uh, explain. I, I, I'm trying to.
0: <laughs> Allowing both Corey Davis and Johnny Smith to, to leave is a gamble for this offense. Cutting Dennis Kelly, who has been a productive player for you for years on this offense, is a gamble because now you're expecting Kendall Lamb to just fit right in and be good, right? Dennis Kelly adds a lot to this team cutting a Dory Jackson where you're rolling the dice and Malcolm Butler, where you're rolling the dice on Janoris Jenkins, who's older than the other guys and a second round draft pick and Christian Fulton who only played less than 300 snaps last year as a rookie for several different reasons is a gamble. You're putting a lot on the draft to hit and the free agents to
2: hit after That's a year every team. were they whiffed, but, Every team, you budget. just explained that anybody who lets go of a guy who has had production. But, Zach, the best thing, this sense.
0: Titans offense
2: was the arguably a top three offense
0: in the entire NFL last year. And they just got rid of their second, third, and fourth leading receivers. And, Dan, their right tackle who started They
2: weren't very good. On offense? Yeah. Like, like Corey Davis overall was not very good. John, who was that's why I say John, who's who Adam, Adam hum- cutting Adam Humphrey is not a gamble. I'm just talking about it's the
0: go- you said the three time, time out the collective moving on of that big of a portion of your offensive production
2: is a gamble. Based off of who you don't have to replace them. The with. most productive guys are still there. That I is will, A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. And Tannehill. I, I get that. But you will have to. That's not a game. They have not,
0: they have not signed a wide receiver yet that's worth a damn. They need to do that. And they got to hit. and Cole still out there. I know, Zach. But they have to. The success rate that John Robinson needs in this draft is like 80%. He needs like 80% success rate because of how thin the Titans are offensively and defensively.
2: I just don't think it's a gamble. The Jonu thing, I will admit, that is a gamble because I thought Jonu brought so much to the table, but they weren't willing to pay his salary or franchise tax. I get the business. Corey Davis showed what he is, okay? I'm not trying to get into that. We get into it every damn day. You know how I feel about Corey Davis. That was a good move to move on from that guy. He wasn't going to give you what what he was supposed to give you. Adam Humphreys, that's the easiest cut you I'm made not, all offseason. season. It to happen. I'm Besides Kitty Vaccaro, which you knew that you were going to do there, right? Daquan Jones, you weren't going to re-sign. You got the most out of him. That made a lot of sense. Then you go re-sign Jayon Brown. That's not a gamble. That's just a, just well, a great got, deal. Yeah, that's so a great for, deal. For
0: contract that he got,
2: Malcolm Butler was overpaid. That's not a gamble. That makes sense. Adoree Jackson... That, you could say, slightly gamble, but he was not going to be worth the salary that they were going to pay him in 2021. These are not gambles. These are smart decisions as a general manager called turnover. Every roster, every single year, you have turnover. you got to make these decisions. This is the year where you had a really bad defense. You didn't gamble on anything. You took the two kind of questionable pieces on offense. You cut one. You let another guy walk. The defensively, you had to restructure completely, and they did a great job of replacing those guys with better talent. Longtree well, and Bud Dupree, in general, are more talented than Malcolm Butler, Kenny Vaccaro, and Adoree Jackson combined.
0: Again, I like those signings for the most part.
2: I love that. Then it's make, not a gamble. It is a
0: gamble because you're putting you're you sacra- you're, you're pulling from your offense that carried you to help your defense. Meaning if you were offense here, defense here, now you're working this, you're sacrificing something. Corey
2: Davis doesn't score touchdowns and Adam Humphreys is hurt. Zach. You can find guys. You
0: And my point is, why it's a gamble, is you are putting so much pressure on a rookie draft class. A year after, the rookie draft class sucked. Bad. Awful. Because of many different reasons. The rookie draft class gave you literally nothing. Darrington Evans scored a touchdown in trash time against the Detroit Lions. That's all the rookie he got gave you as a rookie on offense. Nobody else gave you deadly squat as a rookie. Well, Christian Fulton did. He didn't even play 300 snaps. And now you're saying
2: – And the snaps that he – did because he got hurt. You've said this yourself, had, Austin. I, You've said do not blame and the player because of injury. I'm
0: not blaming the player. I'm telling you the reality of this. And now you cut a Dory Jackson and Malcolm Butler, your two veteran guys. You can justify it from a business standpoint. You had to cut Jack, stop talking for a second. I let you rant. You had to cut those guys. I get why the cuts were made. We talked about this yesterday. We've been talking about cutting Malcolm Butler in March of 21 for three years since he signed the deal. Those business moves made sense and needed to happen. But it is a gamble on the football field because now the guy you drafted in the second round who played less than 300 snaps and was good at some, bad at others, who was wishy-washy and consistent. Now you're saying we trust this guy, Christian Fulton, to be a a day one starter and play 95% of snaps in year two after you played like less than 300 last year as a rookie. It's a gamble. That's
2: the point. And I just I disagree with that word because if you tell me you knew that something was gonna happen three years prior, it's not a gamble. A gamble is a risk of unknown. And Christian Fulton is fairly unknown. Every player you draft is unknown. This is the game, bro.
0: Exactly. And that's that's the whole point I'm talking about. The Titans are in what? A two-year what?
2: you can just say just, it
0: a two-year what and i'm asking you a question the titans are in a two-year super what? bowl window okay now in this super bowl window you're applying a ton of pressure to unproven young players who did not do much as rookies and a brand new rookie class that you don't know that much about because part of them you couldn't evaluate in college because a lot of opt-outs and the lack of on-field uh, and on-location scouting, it's a difficult draft.
2: I, I, I think you could justify every single thing in life as a gamble. Us being in this car is a gamble. That, that, that's why I just...
0: Actually, us being in, in this car is not a gamble whatsoever. We've got great signal here. We've got great air conditioning. We have all the comfort of
2: what... In the structure of a football okay? team, it's a gamble every time you step foot on the football field, right? You could get hurt. You could score 10 touchdowns, right? It's a gamble. So I, I, I guess... I think that these moves now, and this is kind of the question, you take a step back and you look at so far, and they're not done. They're going to go get a lower-paid wide receiver or tight end. They're going
0: to. I, right. Incomplete is a great word because they are incomplete. This is Thursday when free agency started negotiating
2: Monday. Fair, But I think you can justify all of the moves that John Robinson has made based on the salary cap heading into this offseason and the players that were being paid that weren't as productive of their value equaling the, the uh, that, their salary.
0: Uh, what I've said again is the business sense makes sense. The business moves make all the sense in the world, for what the Titans have done, but it is a risk and you're putting a lot of pressure on rookies to fill holes of a, eight touchdowns, like who's going to replace John Smith? Cause yeah, you bring back Anthony Ferkser and Jeff Swain, but those guys do not replace Johnny Smith. So you got to draft somebody because there's nobody else available in free agency who replaces John Smith. So Johnny Smith was a big part of this offense. Yards be damned, eight touchdowns, a lot in the red zone. And what he did is a big deal for the Titans offense. So, they got to replace him with a draft pick. They got to replace Corey Davis with a draft pick, who was nearly a thousand yard receiver. I know you sloughed that off, but you got to do it. He still scored six touchdowns, and what he did for this team. You have to replace a lot of people with guys who have never played NFL football. Do you do the before. same thing in a championship window where you can't afford to whip. Exactly, Avery
2: they, Williamson. How are you going to replace him? They replaced him. They, but they, they let him walk, the and stakes, they replaced him. The stakes were not nearly as high.
0: That is a big part of my saying that it's a gamble because of how high these stakes are. They replaced and
2: Jack Conklin last year with a guy they had had on the roster for three years in a who starting knew the system in a starting capacity. If you would have said that that was their plan, you would have questioned that. And they did it. I just think that I, I don't I think that these I think it's less of a gamble and more of a strategy. That's I think our a well, great it
0: is a gambling strategy it's it, oh like gosh.
2: okay i'm done with that
0: why why, now, why did that trigger you why, because because
2: you? you can justify everything as a gamble i just think it's a cop it out. is a gamble it's my personal i think it's a cop-out you can a justify everything in football as a, as a gamble of course every guy drafted hasn't played nfl football it's a gamble no doy but
0: you're relying on them so heavily to replace productive a, guys every,
2: on. every super bowl caliber team hat does does that what do you think the Patriots have been doing for the last 15 years?
0: Well, they had Tom Brady uh, you can't, and Bill Belichick.
2: You can't compare that. Well, we, the Steelers have been doing the same damn thing, too. For how long? Since Big Ben's been there, so 15 years. And
0: they haven't done a lot in the last 10
2: when it comes to winning Super Bowls. I mean, they've, uh, they've been a consistent playoff team. <laughs>
0: Again, Zach, it is a lot of— Their
2: simple Bowl window has been open.
0: But the Titans are Correct not Correct or incorrect.
2: Friend. The Steelers' Super Bowl window has been open for the last 10 years except for like yeah, two years. And they years. haven't taken advantage of it. God.
0: Yeah. Greg says, Austin, just next time repeat Zach word and save us all the migraine. Yeah. That might be the best move for all of our health.
2: Okay. Let's get to the magic book. Get out of here, Greg. Are you kidding me? I like how you just read comments like that. And other people, people are saying, uh, Austin loves gambling. Like, come on. I, it's just I, not
0: a- I looked down and saw it, Zach. Like, give me a break. I'm not cherry picking comments. I looked down and saw it. I thought it was funny. Uh, uh, cherry pick. Jim, hey, here's a cherry pick, Zach, bro. Just listen, thank you. <laughs> just, just listen, please. All right, it is esports. Let's get to the magic bucket here on a magic bucket Thursday. But real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. So go check it out. They got three locations in Middle Tennessee, two in Memphis. They're expanding all across the southeast into Alabama and to, North Carolina, the Florida, they've got Arkansas, Texas, Mandu, Chicago. Mandu is about to be huge. I and mean, if you're in the Nashville area, check them out. Five uh, hours in the weight room simulated in just 15 minutes. That's real. Full body electronic muscle stimulation. Mandu.com.
2: A to Z Sports, don't forget BetMGM. You've got that promo code A-T-O-Z Sports. They'll hook you up right there with great promotions, especially leading up to the tournament. And including our bracket challenge, go to azsportsnashville.com. 500 bones talk about straight cash, homie, Randy Moss. We're going to deliver you $500. If you win our bracket challenge, that is an A to Z promise that is clad. We will make sure that that happens. One thing, maybe, I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to talk about on our Friday. I know we're going to be live at Mill Creek brewery. They're going to give you that prize pack. I would like to, this is actually going to be one of my favorite shows. Whenever that happens, is it going to be tomorrow? Is it going to be next week? replacing Corey Davis, replacing Corey Davis. Finally, I can say that, and that is going to happen. Him and Mariota are out of my Titan mind. Let's just say, how are you going to replace CD 84, number five overall pick that just got paid for uh, by the jets. All right,
0: let's do it. Uh, time for the magic bucket. Zach, do you have a sticker? Uh, I, Uh-oh. Mm. uh, Let's see if
2: I have a sticker. Does Zach, have a
0: sticker. Is this my week? This is your week. Absolutely your week.
2: There's a Target gift card. And
0: Target gift card is not a sticker. Zach have a sticker.
2: Well, I actually get a pass because you did not do a sticker 2 weeks ago.
0: Because I know because Oh! I, because I I did I, mine when you were out. I you didn't communicate that with me. I just I just decided you passed because you weren't I was you weren't there. I, that's a pass. No, get out of here, dude. You forgot a sticker. That's right a your fault. Pa- that's a no, pass. What's the You whole, didn't do a sticker 2 weeks ago. Did you do a sticker? No, because you, you are, did you do a sticker 2 weeks ago. I did a sticker I had, I had stickers 3 weeks, weeks ago.
2: That's fine. Fu- you didn't tell me. I didn't know. I didn't know. It, so I passed. It's the I bucket. W- if you get a pass, I get a pass. I'm taking my pass. No. Zach, Correct? No, Zach. If you hadn't missed one, no. if you hadn't missed it, did you miss a sticker Zach, one? Zach. No. Yes or no? I didn't do it because you were out. And I didn't I know. I did mine when you were you out. You
0: did not tell me that. I wasn't so? sure. And so I just—you didn't ask until the next week. You, because you, you no, yeah, because you no, know, because you always say when I'm out of town, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. i gonna be on vacation. Then do a sticker. I I just I did a sticker. I, I just waited because I
2: figured it'd be better the, if I. Just I if waited. you took your pass, then I'm gonna no, take pull, my pass get out today. of here,
0: dude. Get out of here with it, this. Is this that, is weak stuff. Is that, you are unprepared. It, it's fair. And Zach, hold yourself did, accountable. Did you today. do
2: a sticker two weeks ago? No, because you were out of town on so vacation, did, so I didn't do one. I did one I you, was, were you out of town three weeks ago? No. When were you out of town? I was not out of town. Did you miss a show? Yes, I was off. On a Thursday? Yes. Did I do a sticker?
0: Sure, maybe. I don't know. You didn't tell me until after oh, the
2: fact. Oh, yes, I did. This A.J. Brown sticker right here.
0: No pass. Hold yourself accountable. You're unprepared. You, did, you didn't do a sticker one I week. was prepared. Zach, good Lord, man. Stop being. Stop holding my, me to I, a double standard. There, you no you do not stick. have a sticker unless you're digging through that bag. You're, uh, you're wasting time here because well, you're digging through the bag. I, look, I'm just
2: saying that you did not have a sticker two weeks ago. I had a sticker two weeks ago. You were off the show. Did you and, provide a sticker to the magic bucket? Two weeks
0: ago. No, because I didn't know what happened the week before, and so I didn't do a sticker because I didn't know what happened the week before. I'm, on, I'm just bringing, and that, you I'm I'm bringing
2: that up. I did do that when you were out. Zach, you draw twice because you don't have a sticker. Oh, well, I'm drawing. I draw for you. You don't have a sticker. It's you didn't fault. have a sticker two weeks ago. I did have a sticker. You did not.
0: I I had it. Not on the bucket. I didn't do it because you were off. No, well, my sticker from last. Is it on the bucket? No, because there was no communication so about the sticker. There was no sticker. Zach, you are holding yourself accountable, uh, accountable. You will get two things on this magic bucket because you are unprepared. BS is complete it's BS. It's not. It's you it, got no. a pass, and I don't get a pass. No, this is not a pass. No, that was on a past two you weeks. You missed ago. a week. I did not miss a week. Did you there was provide a-, a
2: sticker to the bucket? No, two weeks dude. Ago.
0: You weren't there. And so I didn't know what happened the week before. We took two Thursdays off in a row. One of us did. There was a lack of communication, which is on nobody. It just happened. It's unfortunate. I didn't know. You didn't tell me you did a sticker the week before. Unf- so it's unfortunate
2: that I get a pass
0: today. <laughs> no, no, you don't. All right. Where you have to wear a toboggan on tomorrow's show. I could do that. Okay, that's not that bad. Here is your second one. I think this is bogus. No, you've it's made me you've told me you, you that you have been sticker picked pick pick You've the been bucket. sticker Nazi pick, for I, the entire time. And so when you're not read, a Nazi. When so you, you I didn't say you were. You, you, you did, but you have to try to sing an opera song for 30 seconds. You can do that today or you can I'll do, I'll
2: do this right now. I, I I like a sticker, I will just rip it off like a band I wish I had a band aid in my pocket. That would have counted as a sticker. Technically, yes, it, it would
0: have, because because Nelly used it as a sticker for years. So you have to sing an opera song for thirty seconds.
2: Like, okay, do I? Let, let's see if I can Google opera song That's, lyrics. Yep. For beginners, I'm going to go with <laughs> for, for
0: dummies. For opera for dummies? Is there a book? I'm sure there is. Colin asked, while you're looking that up, how do I join the bracket again? Uh, we will tweet that out and also post it. A It is esportsnashville.com has the link there, uh, but we will send that out on our social again today. So you can check that out.
2: Do opera songs have words?
0: Yes. They're typically in other languages besides English.
2: Do, is there an opera song that is, that is in English? Probably not. Unless there's an American operas. So I'm just going to kind of go with some gibberish. 30 seconds is a long time. Yeah. And of course the, uh, internet, uh, stops right as I need a phantom of the, yeah, phantom of
0: the opera. Just grab something from that
2: and see what happens. Okay. Um, I am going to try my, my internet fails me when I need it the most. Come on. Damn you. Yeah. Um, it's not working, it's not all working. Right. Well, it's going extremely straight. Um, all right, this is what I will do. Are you ready for a miracle? Well, we're, we're gonna get through this ad, and <laughs> I'm going, just
0: yeah, any song opera style. Drew Chester says, Any song Chester. opera style, any song that's me talking. Uh, I got you, pal. Yeah, um, this is a tough one. I mean, you could do it tomorrow, and we just so you could be prepared.
2: No, I'm going to do this today because I'm not. I'm I'm going to get it over
0: with. Okay. Do you even know the words that are going (laughs) to happen?
2: Let me be. Oh. Oh, the
0: laughing emojis are great. I mean, you got into that. I I actually kind of
2: appreciated the effort there.
0: Uh, and then uh, Greg says his dog hates this. <laughs> I'm sure anybody's dog would hate that.
2: Uh, could you hear the background music?
0: I'm, I don't know if they could, but it, it, but I mean, I thought it was pretty solid effort. Pretty solid effort from you.
2: Well, you know, just me holding myself accountable <laughs> as much fine. as possible.
0: That's, that's fine. That's fine. Even <laughs> when
2: you got a pass.
0: I didn't get a pass. There was a lack of communication. You didn't bring a sticker to the Magic Bucket Day that you were on. <laughs> That's the situation. All right, guys, we are out of here for today. There is
2: you don't, you no, don't, you don't get a magic bucket. No, that's you, you that get was the pass. I get to take that yours. was is that out. That
0: worked? was the rule that I've had to do that twice because oh. I've forgotten the sticker. One of them was here yeah. at Wilson County Hyundai that, <laughs> because right. I thought I had a sticker. that ended up being a magnet. <laughs> that was the SOL moment for me.
2: Dang. Well, I look. I forget. You, you are correct. You I don't have correct. to do one. I was looking forward to picking. But, nope. Uh, sorry. Because you to...
0: actually got the bucket in person.
2: So you will have to provide a sticker next Thursday. Yeah, when I, have, I will not I, be. I
0: have a sticker. That's fine. Now that we established, that's right. You're out next Thursday. <laughs> I will
2: have a sticker. All right. Yeah, you could
0: have just gone into Hyundai and grabbed a sticker. I'm sure they get stickers.
2: Uh, yeah, that, that wasn't going to happen. You would have probably gotten mad at that. So no it's Yeah, you, a sticker. You, you would have gotten upset. You would have been, no. If, you would have gotten real upset. Said you can't do that. Get in the car. I so I didn't want to do that. I would have put a time limit uh, on it. Oh, see exactly right. Because you, you can get. just sit
0: it, here exactly. while you walk around the dealership
2: looking for some. Walk across the street and buy yeah, a sticker. No, you're not
0: gonna walk you, across. You wouldn't let me.
2: So so there there you go. Right, you can't
0: yeah. go to the Circle K across the I, street and buy a I, sticker.
2: I took my I took my lickings. I I I, I it's okay. All
0: right. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Don't forget, tons of stuff coming out on A to Z Sports I did uh, post the bracket challenge link in the Facebook comments. I will tweet that out from A to Z Sports as well, so you can sign up for that. Uh, make sure you get your signups there. Mill Creek Brewery will be there tomorrow. If you're in the bracket group and you show up to Mill Creek Brewery all throughout the tournament, show them say, hey, look, I'm in the group, you get a free beer. Also, the winner of the tournament, uh, the bracket, gets 500 bucks cash that we'll just send you. Simple as that. We will see you guys tomorrow morning. Buck rising tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. Who knows what today will hold in Titans free agency world. Thanks for watching.
2: Audio.